Welcome to North Clay Baptist Church. I'm Pastor Brad, and uh, we are continuing this uh, today in our devotional series of reading through the Bible in a year. Today we're taking a look at 2 Kings ver- uh, chapters 15 through 18. In chapter 15, <clears throat> we read that during the 27-year reign of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Azariah, the son of Amaziah, becomes king of Judah. Azariah reigned for 52 years over Judah. Zechariah, the son of Jeroboam, reigns over Israel. Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspires against Zechariah and strikes him down before the people and becomes king over Israel. Menahem, son of Gadi, murders Shalom, setting himself up as king of Israel. Menahem reigned for 10 years and then he died, making his son Pekahiah king in his place. Pekah, son of Ramaliah, conspired against Pekahiah, putting him to death in Samaria, and he becomes king of Israel. Pekah reigned for 20 years, and Hoshea conspired against him and put him to death and became king of Israel in his place. And during the reign of Pekah, Jotham, son of Uzziah, became king over Judah. Chapter 16, Jotham dies and his son Ahaz reigns over Judah in his place. Ahaz turns from following Yahweh and pursues the gods of Assyria. Ahaz reigned for 20 years and he died leaving his son Hezekiah to reign in his place. And in chapter 17, Hoshea reigns over Israel and Shalmanseer, king of Assyria, comes against Israel in Samaria and takes Israel captive. And in Uh, Finally, in chapter 18, Hezekiah reigns and prospers over Judah. This morning we want to take a look at uh, verses 3 through 6 of 2 Kings chapter 18. Beginning in uh, verse 3, And he did what was right in the sight of Yahweh according to all that David his father had done. He took away the high places and shattered the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah. And he broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made, for until those days the sons of Israel were burning incense to it, and it was called Nehushtan. He trusted in Yahweh, the God of Israel, so that after him there was no more, uh, there was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor among those who were before him. So he clung to Yahweh. He did not turn away from following him, but he kept his commandments, which Yahweh had commanded Moses. So we see again, we talked yesterday of that repeated refrain that uh, the kings of Israel, uh, for the most part, almost to a man uh, through their 200-year history as a divided nation, um, the kings uh, did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Yet uh, over Judah, uh, it was they did what was pleasing in the sight of Yahweh that yet they didn't tear down the high places. Well here the first we see that Hezekiah um, is the first to tear these high places down and even the bronze serpent that we uh, looked at back in uh, Numbers as the the wilderness generation uh, uh, set this bronze serpent up to keep um, those that looked upon it uh, as Moses raised it would not be killed by the fiery serpents uh, that had plagued them. And they had made it um, this um, uh, form of idolatrous worship that they uh, were burning incense to this staff. So 
Again, we see that the obedience to God's commandments as He promised in the Sinai covenant brings God's favor and prosperity. We read throughout the Scripture that God's law is not a burden but a blessing for His people. Which begs the question, um, is the law of God still good for His people today? Does this principle apply for us in the church? Do we still flourish if we obey the Lord? I would argue that it would bring it would bring blessing to us in that it would bring our ultimate good. That God's law again is set up. It functioned differently for Israel to be sure. It was a covenant made in Sinai specifically for them. But to suggest that it does not hold any value for us today I think is a mistake because it would suggest that God's law in some way uh, is inadequate uh, throughout um, history. And so while uh, Christ is the fulfillment of that law and um, the New Testament makes clear that by works of the law no one will be justified, uh, I think it's quite a leap to go for, from uh, that we absolutely agree no one's justified by works of the law, yet by obedience to the law I would uh, suggest um, would bring about necessary um, blessing for the individual and for the church. The more that we are obedient to the Lord and His law, uh, which is good, um, I think brings about uh, necessary uh, blessing and flourishing. And, and again, this is spiritual blessing and flourishing. It is not this worldly blessing and flourishing. So. Um, but nonetheless, uh, we do rest assured that Christ is the fulfillment of the law. He has fulfilled it 100%. Uh, and if we look to Him, much like we look to the bronze serpent, uh, we will be uh, healed. We will be saved as we look to the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs>